No, no, we are talking about Europe. You wouldn't want to clear Poland's name? I don't care about the public perception. The EU is in crisis mode after Poland and Hungary vetoed the bloc's much-needed new budget and coronavirus recovery fund over a new rule to make access conditional on upholding core EU values. My guest this week here at the Berlin Foreign Policy Forum is Polish member of the EU Parliament, Richard Legutko, from the Law and Justice Party. Can the Polish government afford to be at odds with the EU and its core values? Richard Legutko, welcome to Conflict Zone. Good morning. Very good morning to you. My pleasure being here. The EU is said to be more than just a single market, but a union of values, including rule of law, freedom of democracy, respect for human rights. Poland signed up to those values when it voted to join the bloc back in 2004. But now you're willing to veto the budget over an accountability mechanism. So you sign up to the values when you join the EU, but you don't want to be accountable for breaching them? Uh, well, that's not exactly like you said. Uh, first of all, veto is a legitimate uh, instrument in the European law. Uh, veto has been used or has been uh, threatened to be used uh, many times before. There is nothing extraordinary in the fact that uh, this or that government is not very happy with the solution that is being proposed. But I think that your EU partners would, would beg number to differ on that, Mr. Legutko, and I'd, I'd just like to highlight some of what they have been saying, actually, about your actions. EU leaders say that the mechanism that they have put forward, for example, is about providing reliability and trust in the budget. For example, the Prime Minister of the Netherlands, Mark Rutte, says that the EU will not water down the rule of law conditions. The EU is a community of values. An overwhelming majority, 25 of 27 EU member states, don't have a problem with that. Why is Poland the exception? Uh, well, let me, let me say if there is uh, somebody who's uh, acting against the rule of law, it is not the Polish government, it is the European Commission and uh, it is the European Parliament or the majority of uh, the European Council and the German presidency included. The proposed uh, rule of law mechanism is a blatant violation of the treaties. It's, uh, it's a shameless uh, violation of the treaties. Article 2, which specifies the values of the European Union, should be respected by the European Union in the but do first you oppose place, it? Uh, but do you oppose it on a legal basis, violated. or do you oppose it on Let a principles basis? Because, because ultimately, let's have a look, for example, at the at the at the concerns that have been raised by the Commission that they have been trying to take action on on for years. 
Um, for example, they've raised concerns about various aspects of your justice reform, which began when your party came to power. They have raised concerns for judicial independence. They've launched multiple infringement proceedings. In 2017, it even launched Article 7 proceedings against Poland for clear risk of a serious breach of rule of law by Poland. Um, the independence of the court is, of course, a cornerstone of rule of law. You're facing some really serious accusations, concerns that your party is taking over the body that selects new judges, appointing close allies to the Constitutional Tribunal, attempting to purge the Supreme Court and regional courts. You don't want to face accountability over those accusations. You wouldn't want to clear Poland's name. That's not true what you are saying. That's not a fair description of what has been happening in Poland. That's not a fair description of the reform of the judiciary uh, uh, system. Let me say that uh, the treaties specify only one way of accountability. That is Article 7. And that's all there is to it. Article 7. Any other tempering with the conflicts and making non-elected body like the European Commission highly biased politically to prosecute, to judge, and to be the executioner over the independent state, this is simply outrageous. You keep focusing Let on the mechanisms, uh, but let's talk about the substance of what is happening me, in Poland. Uh, just, I want to finish the, the, the argument. Uh, in 2014, when for the first time uh, there was this idea of the rule of law mechanism, the legal services of the European Council rejected it, saying that there is no legal basis whatsoever. It's in conflict with Article 5, the principle of the conferral, the Article 5 of the Treaty of the European Union. That is, the European Commission and all European institutions have only those competences that were, uh, to be con con that were conferred upon them explicitly. And monitoring the judiciary system is not the competence of the European Union. So you don't want anyone to pay attention to what is... You don't, it seems you don't want anyone to pay attention to what is going on in Poland, but, but I'd just like to highlight this one example for you and get your response to it, because um, your government established a disciplinary chamber um, which has the power to punish judges over court rulings. Um, the judges have been appointed by your party's leadership. Um, you have, in a landmark ruling just this past spring by the European Court of Justice, they've criticized this body heavily. They have said that it is not an independent court. They've ordered its suspension. Furthermore, your country has passed what has become known as a muzzle law, which can be used to reprimand judges who call into question how fellow judges were appointed. In other words, your judicial reforms. Explain to me how disciplining or throwing out judges critical of your reforms creates an independent judiciary in the country. Uh, uh, I think what you said is the uh, best uh, uh, basis of why we do not want this mechanism uh, uh, to, 
uh, go into effect. It's not only that it's uh, uh, the violation of the rule of law, but it's based on lies or misinformation or disinformation. Uh, the disciplinary chamber does not discipline judges for their rulings. That is not what, that is not what an independent thing. Polish Judges Association has said. That is not what Freedom House has said. They've said dozens of judges are facing possible penalties on often frivolous grounds. The Judges Association says disciplinary actions took place after prosecutors and judges criticized, questioned, or appeared to negatively comment on the controversial justice reforms. They even cited somebody who was, who was reprimanded for wearing a T-shirt, which simply said an inscription, Constitution. How is that democratic? This is, this is not true. Just why, why are you quoting me? all those negative opinions. I can quote to you positive opinions. Just show me the text of this piece of legislation, any, the number of the article or paragraph, when it says explicitly that the judges will be punished or may be punished for the rulings. It's not there. The disciplinary chamber is occupied with the cases of uh, uh, a judge uh, stealing something from a supermarket or the judge that was caught drunk uh, driving. So that's uh, misinformation number one. You misinformation number two is that the European uh, Court of Justice, I'm setting aside the problem whether the European Court of Justice is entitled to deal with something that is not its competence, but that's a different matter, did not suspend the disciplinary chamber. It, what it suspended or put interim measures to be precise on was just one uh, small thing related to the, uh, the question that was being asked, disciplinary actions you, against judges. You say that it's, it. that it's an opinion, Not but I'd, I'd like to highlight it's also the public perception in your country that the independence the of public, the Polish judiciary... I don't, sorry, I don't care about the public. You don't care about the public. You're not a Democrat. I don't care. I don't care about the public perception because the public They say that, that since you have instituted lies, these reforms... When it's based on... So I, I beg your pardon, I, I must take the question once again. Their confidence in the judicial system what has decreased by 11 percentage points since you came into power, since you started I, implementing I these have, reforms. That's I have, dramatic. I haven't got the faintest idea about the data, what the data you take from. I have a, a different data. The, uh, the, the confidence in the uh, judiciary system in Poland has been all times low. That's why uh, we decided to make uh, reform. So, so first of all, let me say this, this is our problem. This is an internal problem of Poland. I'm not interfering with the uh, judiciary system in Germany. There's a lot uh, what I don't like in judiciary system in Germany, but that's not my problem. We're talking about Poland, though, um, and, and the message that I seem to be getting from you is that you believe that uh, your courts are absolutely and completely independent. So um, then let me put it to you and ask you, why would the head of law and justice say the following? 
He said, quote, the reforms to the Constitutional Court were needed to ensure there were no legal blocks on government policies aimed at creating a fairer economy. He basically admitted your party does not want the courts to get in the way of what it wants. In other words, eliminate the judiciary's check on law and justice's power. Well, I will not comment on this. I want you to tell me if there is anything in the, uh, in the system actually existing that subverts independence of judges. They cannot be dismissed. Uh, they cannot be uh, accountable for the ruling. Uh, they are not uh, 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 responsible politically. I mean, where's this dependence? I can see any reasons. Uh, I know that uh, the whole problem with the Constitutional Court started when the previous government, Donald uh, Tusk's uh, government or his uh, uh, followers, appointed uh, of filled five vacancies in advance. So they had the majority of, of the judges who might uh, 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 block the, the policy right. of, the, so, of the next government. That was even before the elections. Let's concentrate on the situation right now. And I'd actually, on, I'd like to move on um, to one other very important pillar of democracy, and that is a free press providing an essential check on power, in fact. Um, days after the election in July, in your country, a new media strategy of, quote, repolinization, limiting foreign investors in Polish media, and deconcentration, limiting the number of media outlets that any one group can own, was announced. Reporters Without Borders says the real goal is to influence the editorial policies of the media. Why should anyone believe that this isn't just an attempt by your party to tighten its grip? The, uh, the media in Poland are the most diverse media in entire Europe. Certainly, there is more plurality in Polish media than in France, in uh, uh, in. Germany, in, in Belgium, uh, in most of these countries, the media are of one opinion. In Poland, there is a wide spectrum of media. That's point number one. Point number two is that uh, uh, in some areas, about 80% of the media is owned by uh, foreign companies. We don't think it's, uh, it's good. And there are countries in Europe which do not so tolerate then, it either. If that is true, uh, let's look at what happens when your government gets involved in the media. For example, the public media. In 2015, your party had passed legislation that allows the government to appoint or dismiss the executives in charge of public TV and uh, the radio broadcaster. The OSCE has said now it fails to ensure editorial independence. It said that the public broadcaster, for example, in the most recent election, failed in its legal duty to provide balanced and impartial coverage. Rather, it served as a campaign tool for the incumbents. Critics say the public media has become a mouthpiece of your government. Is that what the country now has to look forward to under repolinization of the private media? 
there is as much truth in it as it was about your comment on the judiciary system. It's all based on disinformation. It's based on it's based on data Look, from the OSCE. It is based on Look, data from Reporters Without Borders. Look, the, the public media from the very beginning, that is from 1989, the public media was rather supportive of the governments, whatever the governments were. There was, whether they were the communists or liberals or, or whatever. So there is nothing strange about it. The, the public media in most European uh, countries, if they are public media, are also su supportive of the government, which does not mean that they are not objective or they are not impartial. If you look at the media now in Poland, about 70% of the media are anti-government and 30% are supportive. And by of that, the you mean and independent, even, for example. And even that. But and even that is regarded as too much and it's been an object of a vicious attack. Do you want Poland to become like France, for example, when there is only one opinion and all media... Again, Mr. Legutko, we're, we're talking about and Poland also here. also the opinion of um, the government. No, no, we are talking about Europe. I, I would like to move on to another issue. Let's talk about a domestic issue, women's reproductive rights. Your country has seen its biggest protests in recent years, hundreds of thousands of people on the streets after the Constitutional Tribunal said it would outlaw abortions in cases of severe fetal abnormalities. It's come under fire not only because of its substance, but also because of the way that it was reached. Your party pushed this measure through, or tried to push this measure through the parliament years ago, um, but it was very unpopular. So now it's going through the courts. You've come under fire for a lack of a democratic conversation on the issue. Did you think that you could just let this slip through? Uh, this is the, the entirely national matter. Moral issues are not the question of European legislation. That's, that's, that's not the I mean, let's, let's agree on that. You may dislike it, but it's not your business. First of all, I do not know what women's rights are. You cannot find women's rights in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. There is nothing about uh, well, women's, women's rights, rights are, are human rights, Mr. Lukashenko. Are of, they not? Of your, uh, women's rights are not in the European Convention of Human Rights. Women's rights are not in the uh, Charter of Fundamental Rights. Can you show me a single paragraph when there is something about women's rights in these three basic documents? Let's bring it back to what's, what's happening, no. though. No. Because no, there is, no, there is nothing there. There is nothing there, women's rights. I, so, so I do not know exactly what it is. Approval. When we talk about abortion, abortion, abortion is not a question of the European or international law. But I'm talking so about the democratic process in your country on this issue. Approval for your government is dropping dramatically. As we mentioned, protesters on the streets, that's, your government that's, that's, has not published the ruling, true. which would 
bring back in force. Um, that's a calling, according to polling data from Cantor in the past couple of weeks. Um, the government appears to be stalling when it comes to implementing the decision. Was it a huge mistake, and are you backtracking? If you, no, if you, if you are resistant to accept information, I really cannot talk with you because it makes no sense. My point was that uh, even if you dislike this law, it's not your problem, okay? It's not your problem, and it's not a legal problem. It's, it's a moral problem. The, the verdict was uh, announced by the Constitutional Tribunal. I thought the ruling of the Constitutional Tribunal should be uh, uh, respected, but apparently not. Some rulings can be accepted, and other rulings must not be accepted. So let's be consistent. Mr. Lugutko, Are the rulings of the Constitutional Tribunal to be respected or not? How about... No, don't tell me that some can be and others cannot be. I want to see the, the argument uh, that refutes the reasoning behind, the legal argument that refutes the reasoning behind this ruling. Let me tell you that the previous uh, presidents of the Constitutional uh, tribunal, well, roughly agreed with this ruling because the ruling couldn't be different. Mr. Lugutko, I want to get to the tradition of rulings. Again, we're, we're talking about the democratic process, the, the European, and I want to get to one more European, issue before we have to go. The European, the European Commission can go bananas, but they cannot change it. This is in accordance with the Polish law and the Polish constitution. Okay. Any other Mr. Lugutko, would be tempering with the Constitution. Mr. Lugutko, how about the rights of LGBT people also in your country? President Duda has called the LGBT movement an ideology more dangerous than communism. Ahead of the election, he signed a family charter of proposals, including pledges to prevent gay couples from marrying or adopting children and to ban teaching about LGBT issues in school. The human rights of LGBT people in Poland. Do they not matter? Well, it's the same story over and over again. I mean, I, the, the conversation has absolutely no sense because you are, what you are throwing at me are all those uh, uh, half-truths or, or, or untruths uh, or cliches, and I would have to... Okay, well, how about, how about the, the words of, of politicians that are in your Law and Justice Party? For example, your now education minister said on the campaign trail, stop listening to this idiocy about human rights or equality. These people, and by these people he means LGBT people, are not equal to normal people. He said it. That's shocking. No, he didn't. I mean, that's a, no, I, I mean, I, again, it's, it's, it's out of the context. It was, uh, uh, first of all, can you give me a single example of a, 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 a homosexual person who has been persecuted or discriminated against because he is a homosexual or she is a homosexual? Well, Can you have you about, a single example Mr. Luguka, you have about 100 towns in a region across, across Poland, nearly a third of the country that have passed resolutions declaring them free of LGBT ideology. Um, you're clashing with the EU because you have the, the Ursula von der Leyen saying LGBT free zones are humanity free zones. They have no place in our union. Isn't your government's duty 
to stop and ensure the safety of all of its citizens, including minorities, isn't, isn't that what fundamental values are for? This is becoming more and more hopeless. Uh, we've been reiterating several times, there are no LGBT-free zones in Poland. European Parliament has passed dozens of resolutions against LGBT-free zones in Poland. Uh, Ursula von der Leyen uh, condemn LGBT-free zones in Poland. Read my lips, there are no LGBT-free zones in Poland. How can I... Uh, why is it so difficult for you guys to accept a simple fact? What is the problem? The problem is, the, the only thing that happened was that one of the LGBT activists took pictures, which he sort of made up, Right, and distributed all around, and then Mr. Uh, the in the international media, you could see this is LGBT from Mr. The Goodko. He explained it was an artistic performance. Mr. The Goodko, I just now you are accusing me and my government because of this artistic performance. Briefly before we go, I'd like to ask you: We've addressed protests on the street. Um, we've talked about how Poland is at odds with the EU over values, and and just briefly tell us: Are you concerned that your government is putting Poland on the path to isolation? I'm concerned about uh, the, the the European Union, which is suffering from a serious disease. Uh, uh, probably a deadly disease, which is called tyranny of the, of the majority. And the EU has become more and more closed and tyrannical, uh, uh, intolerant, uh, uh, systemically violating uh, its own uh, values and its own uh, treaties and uh, trying to uh, impose some kind of new despotism. I'm we, very concerned about it. We have to leave it there. Richard Legutko, thank you for joining us on Conflict Zone. Thank you.